Hey, honeys! Welcome back to Life as a Question Mark here. This is the podcast where you never know what is going to be happening next. Heck, I don't even know sometimes until it's happening. Kind of like today. I'll get to that in a minute, though. I'm your host that always keeps you on your toes and is such a question mark of a person, Heather Donovan. So this episode was going to be a topic that I've been excited to talk about forever, but I'm not going to do the topic this week only because I was afraid that I wouldn't have an episode ready for you all this week. So I've decided to save that topic for next week's episode. And you'll thank me later. I'll be more prepared and everything. So I promise you it will be a good one. So this week there isn't really a topic that's attached to this episode. Instead, I'm just going to be sitting here and talking to you all and heck, I did not even have this planned. So, but I just want to have an episode ready for you guys. So I had some things put together. And so, yeah, that's what I mean. I never even know what's happening next. So there you go. And, you know, this is just the kind of thing that demonstrates that I am such a question marker person and that I am staying true to my brand. Okay, so I've been very nonstop lately for weeks. Actually, probably months. Yeah, I'd say probably since June, something like that. Who's counting, right? I've kind of lost track of time. Starting last week, I've been working roughly around 30 hours a week at the gas station because dance started back up last week. So I've cut back on hours there, which, you know, kind of hurting my paycheck a tiny bit, but it was expected to happen anyway. So I've started my dance classes back up last week, along with teaching some dance classes at the studio where I take the dance classes a few days a week. So technically I have two jobs right now, but, well, three including the podcast, but you know, who's counting? Definitely not me at this point. I'm just going with the flow and trying to make life happen, trying to make this podcast happen. You know the works. I have also had some miscellaneous life events that have been going on as well and have been showing up too. And then whenever I have like a free moment to think or have some downtime, I'm either working or thinking about podcast stuff or what I'm going to do next, what the next day is going to bring, yada, yada, yada. I don't have to give you my whole life story there. So I haven't had a ton of free time lately, which honestly, it's okay because my ADHD doesn't like it when I have nothing to do. And I am dead focused on trying to make my life goals and dreams come true and make them happen in real time. And I know that I'm on the right track because I have been seeing angel numbers constantly, no matter where I am or what I am doing. I'm not even looking for it or aware of it at the time. And then like I look back at a screenshot or something weird and then I see and I'm like, oh, that was an angel number right there when I wasn't even thinking about it. Nice. So I've been seeing them everywhere, and that's like a good sign that you're on the right track, you're doing the right thing, your life's on the right course, yada yada. I will be getting into the topic of angel numbers sometime soon. You just never know when. And this brings me to my next thing too. I've decided to make an executive decision that I am going to move this podcast to launch every new episode, unless, you know, I go on vacation or a mercy happens or, you know, but I'm going to try my best to stay tuned to this. I'm going to have every new episode come out on Wednesdays. And if it doesn't happen on Wednesdays, then they'll definitely be out sometime on Thursday. I mean, I'm going to try my best to have it done on Wednesday. I'm hoping that the new schedule that's coming up that I'm trying to work out is going to make it possible to happen. And I'll see how it works. But I've noticed that a big spike in the podcast comes in midweek. So I think that'll be a good time to have the episodes come out. And by the way, I love seeing how many different places are viewing and downloading this podcast. It's so amazing. and it's just, I just have no words. I'm speechless. I didn't think it'd go that far. I thought maybe it would stay in this region, but no. I'm seeing places like Massachusetts, Connecticut, Pennsylvania, Peru, and all these other miscellaneous places. So thank you all so much for that. I, you just don't know how. I, I, I got no words. I am so sorry. I'm just so dumbfounded. I did not the podcast would ever be that well liked. And yeah, but 
I have so many goals for this podcast, so we are not done yet. We are just starting. And also, I love how you all are listening to old episodes and all that stuff. And I like going back and seeing what's popular, what's not popular, and maybe something that I could go back and hit on the head and topic more and blah, 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 you know. But make sure you're letting me know some way or shape or form, commenting on videos, sending DMs, whatever, on what you like, what you don't like on the podcast, what you want to hear about. I want to know. I want to know what's going to make this podcast really, really hit a bright light. Okay? So you are important. I need to know because I can't read minds. I am guessing and trying my best to be like, oh, maybe this will be popular. Oh, maybe this will be popular. But on the other hand, I also want to get information out that's important to you, like the 9-11, for example, and a whole bunch of other stuff. So I have other miscellaneous things planned, but if you guys have other ideas, please send them through that you guys want to hear about. I am happy to hear them all out. This can be so dang expensive. Take it from me, and I understand that for sure, especially being an adult. But you don't have to worry, because they gave me a very special discount code to share with all of you. If you use the discount code HEATHER80 at checkout, then you will receive 80% off your entire order. That's right, 80% off your entire order. What a bargain! Make sure that you are using the discount code HEATHER80 at checkout on BalletSets.com. Make sure that you and your loved ones are ready and stacked for this year's dance season and looking glamorous too. When I do and have my downtime, I listen to whatever I put on my TV for background noise because, you know, I can't do anything when it's quiet. It just bugs me to death. Even when I'm sleeping, I gotta have something, whether it's a fan or TV, something. I should probably get a white noise machine to, like, cut down electricity costs or something. It's fine. We're doing great. Drama's fun. Love it. So the show that I'm still into and is still watching is Pretty Little Liars. As I keep going further into the series, I keep forgetting that it's better than I think and remember it is. I'm currently on season five and there is so much going on right now. Because even my mom walked in on watching Pretty Little Liars. She goes, what the hell is happening? I go, how far are you into Pretty Little Liars? She goes, I have not watched it in a while and I'm still on season one. I go, huh, you're missing so, so much right now. All the good stuff is coming out. Actually, I think it started coming out season three or four. Somewhere around where the murders start. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, if you like a good, it's like kind of like a crime, thriller, all that stuff. So, there is murder in there. So, if you're into that kind of thing, recommend. Go watch it. Probably why I'm getting a whole bunch of crime recommendations right now, too. But that's beyond the point. Oh, before I continue talk about pre Liars, too. I have forgotten to mention this. Remember last episode where I talked about 9-11 and episode 12 talking about historical events, especially 9-11? But I highly recommended you guys to go do your own research. I forgot that there are videos also, well, not videos, docu- documentaries, I guess, movies, all that stuff on Hulu, which I gotta be honest, I only have Hulu and Paramount Plus, so I don't, I guess, oh, and Amazon, but I don't really use Amazon because I have to pay for some of the stuff, but... I only have those two, and I've been getting a lot of recommendations on 9-11 from Hulu. And I'm sure Netflix has it, too, so there's a ton of research you guys can do on that. I highly recommend you do some research. I have posted pictures on 9-11 stuff that I thought you guys might find interesting. I have links to videos and a website that I used as a resource and multiple videos on the episode 12 show notes that are very, very interesting for you guys to watch. So I really recommend you still always do your research. I don't care if it's... 612. You can still research at any time because it's an important day in history, like we talked about in last episode. And if you haven't listened to last episode, 
What are you doing, man? Do better. My God, I can only say that so many times. But yeah, do better. Anyway, back to Prio Liars. I do have some comments on what I have watched so far on this time around, which is like my fourth, but who's counting? Again, not me. Because, you know, math wasn't ever my thing in high school. I will straight up admit that. It's it's fine. It's great. I'm great at other talents. One of the main comments that I'm going to mention is on the character Ezra Fitz. He reminds me of a big man baby. He just pouts and makes these stupid ass faces when he doesn't get his way or is told no, which reminds me of most men. He is also very controlling of the character Arya. And don't mind that. That's my car. I'm... I'm podcasting out in my car. It's a great time. Anyway, things you do to get <laughs> into... The things you do to make a podcast. And he tries to tell Arya what to do and talk her into what to do, which he is usually successful at. And if he does it, then he makes these stupid ass faces and pouts. And it's just so... I don't know. It's just triggering for me for some reason. I can't tell you why. But it's just... I don't know. I can't stand that. I just think that Ezra Fitz is a controlling douche. And I hate his character. Another character that I'm not a big fan of is Arya. And honestly, I can't put my finger on why and I can't tell you why. I'm also not a fan of Lucy Hale in general, who plays Arya in the Preel Liar series. Again, I can't tell you why. I have seen her in various other TV series and movies. Actually, I went to one movie in theaters before by myself because why not? And basically, I only went to see it because Lucy played in Preel Liars and she was in this movie. And it was about like, I can't... I'd like to say the movie was Fantasy Island, but I don't even think it was that. Death Island, maybe? I don't know. But it's about, like, this group of people went on an island, and they don't know that they all were part of, like, Lucy Hale's boyfriend character in the movie, that they were part of his death, and she was taking revenge on him. Actually, it wasn't a bad movie. I can't complain about it. There are some plot holes in it, and, I mean, storyline was weak, and I don't know. There's something else about it. I can't remember. It was a couple of years ago. And there was another movie, too, I went to go see. Again, all by myself, because, you know, big independent woman here. I also went to see that one because the actress who plays Emily Fields in Preo Liars was in it. I can't remember the name of this movie, too. I think it wasn't too long after I saw the movie I just talked about. I couldn't even begin to tell you the name of it. But she's a courier or morgue person, whatever you want to call it. And she tries to figure out what these people died of and all that stuff. So this woman comes in and she has like a mystery death. They can't figure out who she is and all that stuff. And this woman's possessed, tries to kill her. All this great stuff. Honestly, wasn't a big fan of that movie either, but it was okay. I wasn't a big fan of it. But I mean, it's fine. Anyway, back to Lucy Hale. I've never been a big fan of her or liked her. I can't tell you why. I just always felt that way. And I still feel this way now. I just feel this negative energy every time I see her on my screen. And I can't, I can't even tell you why. I don't know if I see auras and don't know it. Or I just feel people's energies. But like I've said in past episodes, these feelings I pick up about people are usually never wrong. And I can't tell you why I get them. This time around watching the series, I have noticed that the series talks about some big heavy hitting issues that are still around today such as Spencer's Adderall addiction, Hannah's over-assertive drinking, trying to replace a problem and drink her problems away, and feelings, all that stuff. When Zach tried to take advantage of Hannah, or when Ben tried to take advantage of Emily, and the fact that Emily came out to her parents, and it was just all these topics that are just relevant today. It broke my heart when Hannah said to Caleb, my skirt is too short. The skirt being quote-unquote short was 100% was not the problem, especially in the scene. It was Zach that was trying to take advantage. 
I 100% recommend that everyone watches the series and gives it a chance. It's also probably low-key why I keep getting crime show recommendations, which honestly I can't even be mad about. I just love to know what makes people tick and why people do what they do. So, I mean, I can't, I can't even begin to be mad about that. Who loves feeling pretty and gorgeous jewelry? In that case, meet Juno Valentina, a jewelry brand that was first inspired by Greek mythology and started as a passion project that grew into being ethical. Jewelry can be so overwhelming for most people. The new trends, the do's and don'ts, the silver or gold, and so many more variables including the hefty price tag that comes with it. Juno Valentino vows to always produce designs and collections free from all that. Every single one of their items can be paired with any outfit, mood, or style and still leave you looking fabulous. At top of the very affordable prices, Tuna Valentina has given me a discount code to share with all of you. If you use Donovan20728 at checkout, you will get 20% off your entire purchase. Wow, what a bargain. Make sure you use Donovan20728 at checkout to receive 20% off your entire purchase and help you look and feel more fabulous than you already are. The last thing I want to touch and talk about is Big Brother. First off, I thought for sure that Izzy would be still in the house and Felicia would have been evicted on Thursday. That America, who I thought was a layup, I'm not even going to lie, I'm going to be pure honest about it, got a majority of house together and made them think about how Sari was running the house and how Izzy was her number two and why weren't they taking a shot at Izzy and Sari. I very strongly estimated America, the player of course. What made me shook too was how Sari was the only one who voted to keep her. I thought that Blue and Jared would have voted to keep her too. I can't wait to see how it all unfolded on Sunday. I'm recording this episode right before Sunday's episode, so I won't be able to talk about it unfortunately because, you know, it aired at 10.30 at night, I had to work the next morning, and all these new work stuff, blah, yada, yada, yada. I did watch live feeds of the wall competition, and Jared did win the wall comp, and I can't believe that the comp didn't go for a longer period of time. Like, I feel like the wall comp length keeps getting shorter and shorter every year, which makes me not happy. Because I always liked watching the wall comps and seeing who could hang on there for hours and hours, just fighting it out. It's safe to say that Jared is probably going to be putting Cameron in a pond on the block and trying to get Cam out this week. I've also heard a rumor that Sari wants to leave the game and has even told Jared that if Cameron comes down, then they'll put her on the block and send her home. I have so many mixed thoughts about this. First off, I can understand what the game can do mentally with being stuck inside a house for about 80% of the time, not having any communication with the outside world, and so many other components to the game. However, if you have studied and watched the game, watched enough reality TV shows like me, then you know about these components in the game and have to understand that they are there and they will affect you in some way or shape or form. You just have to figure out how it will affect you least and how to cope with it. Sarik has played Survivor multiple times and Survivor has very similar components just like Big Brother does. So she had a very good idea on what she was going into. She shouldn't have agreed to do it if she thought that she couldn't do it. Another person could have taken her spot that also wanted to be on the show and have the same understanding about the components of the game. Who knows? We could have had another person come in who was a better player than her and give us a better game than we already have now this year. Who knows? Now I don't know if we'll see Sari voluntarily leave the game this week. But if I was to bet my top dollar on if she is or is not, my money is that she is not, that she's just going to stay in the game. 
I believe that production will talk her out of leaving the game and she will straighten herself out and continue playing the game like she has been. So remember when I said that I didn't watch Sunday's episode? Well, psych! I have watched it. It is Tuesday and I got to watch it Monday night. Somehow, I don't even know how I did because I thought I was going to be tired and go to bed. Well, I did go to bed after that, but I was watching it with dinner, so I, that's how I got to watch it. I got to eat dinner while I was watching it. But anyway, back to the point. So I have a ton of notes. So how about the way that Jared twisted the truth, throwing Jag under the bus? The way that Matt believed that Jag screwed him and Corey? Because the deal was that Jared told Matt that Jag told Jared that Matt and Corey were voting for Felicia to stay. And they got all misconstrued, which I don't know why you lie about that because Jack came right up and said no. So he should have known he was going to get caught. So if he was going to come up with a lie, do a better lie, bro. I mean, really. But Corey knew better in the fall for this. Matt was sloppy, though, by telling Felicia she was staying. I mean, in some sense, you can. But with somebody like Felicia, you really can't tell them because they'll go running around opening their big mouths that they're going to stay and all this stuff. You can't do that to certain people. You just got to let them be surprised. But I do understand why I did that to gain, like, her trust and all that. I do get it. But I I don't think he should have done that. And the way that Corey brought in Jag and then Jag came in and Jared cowered down and said that never happened. Like, dude, own that it happened. It's on camera. They literally showed a flashback, not even five seconds later, saying that you did it. They're going to go back home and watch it. And they're all going to get together and say, yeah, yeah, Jared said this. So I just don't understand why you would lie like that when it's just, I don't know, come up with a better lie, dude. Corey also called Sri out on her multiple alliances and she said nothing about it. Basically, the whole blow up is because Jared blew his freaking lid. And I'm going to tell you who he reminds me of in Sunday's episode in a minute. And actually, before I talk about this next thing, you know who I'm really amazed with? I didn't think she'd stay as long as she could. It's Bowie. Yeah, she's emotionally not there. And she cries and all that stuff all the time. But honestly, nobody knows. Like her and Nicole, nobody knows she's there. She's not a threat. I can see them making it a long way. Maybe into top, um, maybe top four or something like that. They're just going to slide underneath the radar all the way there. And that's what you want to do in the game of Big Brother. You want people to know you're there for, like, voting and all that stuff, but you don't want to be known as a threat or that people can't trust you and that you're not on their side. So, yeah, I can't respect their gameplay. So, I straight up love how Bowie said at the end of the blow-up, So, final six guys, I just died right then and there. And, of course, Jared wins the freaking HOH! And this is the second week in a row where hardly anyone cheered for the HOH winner, and I had to LOL at that one. I also wonder if Josh from BB19 either voiced the competition in real time, voiced it previously, or if it was a voice from a machine. Whatever it was, it did not sound like the real Josh, though. The voice also sounded way too serious to be Josh's actual voice. And I just don't see him being that serious in real life. And maybe that's just me, but I just don't see it. And Jared somehow reminds me of another Big Brother 19 Josh. Just by his voice, personality, and that really showed to me after he won HOH. And the funny part that it was Cameron's HOH, and he is the one whom is in the best position after his reign of HOH, all because of that blow up. Well, so I thought. But we shall see what happens. 
I'm not surprised to see that Jared nominated Corey in America, though, because he's more mad at Corey because he thinks that Corey led the whole entire thing when it was America. And, well, I can see where Corey gets blamed, too, because he's attached to her, but we'll see. But I also want to know why, and they did not address this in the episode. I wish they would have said why. Jared and Blue changed their vote to keep Felicia, though. Maybe they wanted to vote with the house. But why even bother voting with the house after all that big blow up? But maybe Blue's not as attached to Jared as we think. Who knows? I don't know. I'm not into live feeds and all that stuff. I'm not keeping big tabs on it this year. So I couldn't tell you. Usually I could tell you more. Another thing, the whole Matt and Josh punishment was hysterical. Like, Matt is a true champ. And Matt really made the best of it, even though he got himself into it in the first place. I mean, that was a rookie mistake, taking the last prize, because usually that is a punishment. So I I don't know if he didn't watch the show before, if he was a crew. I, don't, I can't remember if he was a crew or not, but anyway, he had his time with Josh, so whatever. I did look up the Beatle winner and the Beatle ceremony, and it's going to get interesting. But I'm glad we're finally at a point in the Big Brother game where there is finally some action taking place where I am actually semi-interested in watching the show again. Don't get me wrong, the cast still sucks, but I mean, what are you going to do? We're making the best of it. And honestly, it kind of reminds me of the old school Big Brother, so I'll take it. I mean, even if the first half of the game sucked, I'll take it. It's going to turn around like this. So with all that being said, that concludes this week's episode. So don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and tell your favorite stranger about the podcast. Show them how to get on the podcast on Spotify, iTunes Podcast, or Apple Podcast, whatever it is. I had discovered, too, that you could even listen to my podcast through the podcast website, and I will be demonstrating a video on that sometime soon. You can also follow and converse with the pod and other listeners of the pod by following the podcast Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Life is a Question Mark. I love hearing from you all, especially on your feedback. I really love to hear it. I love to hear how I can do better, how the podcast can do better, how we are doing better. Let me know. You could also follow myself on my personal Instagram and TikTok at MissDsWorld2022. You can also find the link tree to everything in all the social media's pages bio that I have just mentioned above. You could also find the podcast website in the link tree as well. You could also show your love and support to the podcast by donating to the pod. You can do that by clicking the support link in the show notes for every episode, subscribing to the pod on the podcast website, or by hitting the payment button in the link tree. When you make a donation, no matter how big or small, I will give you a personal shout out on an episode of the pod. If you're not into shoutouts though, then don't worry, I got you. Then I can give someone a message for you. I could do wedding proposals, promposals, tell someone you want a divorce, or tell someone to pick their goddamn laundry off the floor. Let me know if you donate, because I can do anything, because that is for you, for donating. Please make your donations for family friends, though. All donations will go directly towards a podcast only. For example, if you go towards paying subscriptions I use for either editing episodes of the pod, or for the, the subscription that I use for the website, or towards traveling costs to go interview a guest to be on the pod. But I am working on trying to figure out how I could get LLC for the podcast, like for zero dollars and all that stuff. I did find a way the other night and how to make a business account for the podcast. So I am working on it. That is on my list of things to do. That is very, very long, but I am going to do it. I promise. And this week, I will be doing something very, very different. And it's a very questionable thing that I would do. And again, keeping me on brand here. I am leaving you with a random word of the day just because I can. This week's word of the week is refrigerator. Thank you all for listening. 
I'll talk to you all next week.